0: And now, you're welcome to the OMN NBA Podcast.
1: They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Foul! Foul! Inside, James spins and he puts it in. Here's Durant moving on Tucker. He turns, he shoots. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. Oh my God! Phoenix has the ball. That'll
2: Welcome guys to another episode of the Women NBA podcast. Uh it's the Miami versus Denver finals. Uh the series is tied one-one. We just witnessed it. Uh game just got finished. So I'm here, of course, with my brothers, Jamie. And today we have a not a special guest, but you know, he's an on and off. Since his team got swept, he's on and off, you know, on the podcast. <laughs> JF Marcus is also here. So Jamie and Marcus, welcome guys. What's up? What's what's going what's on? What's up? What's up? What's
1: up? NBA finals. We're in the building.
2: Marcus oh, yeah, what's oh, up? yeah. yeah how, reporting. How like does it people... how does it feel to, to you know to, to be swept?
0: Yeah, don't worry, we are rapping heat nation, heat quarter.
1: Hey, from Los Angeles from heat.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, from, from, from okay. I did I, I sip, I, I sip my my, my, my cocktail and things. I did watch Miami do the most.
2: Los Angeles Heat
1: <laughs> representing the Boston Nuggets. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, so we just witnessed the game. Uh it's it's uh it's one-one now. The series is tied, but let's let's start it off with the last second play. I mean the last minute play of the game. The last second play of the game. You know, Denver had the ball, you know, a rebound, ball is in the hands of Jamal Murray. Uh there's 10 seconds left on the clock. They have two timeouts left. Uh they can call, you know, a timeout and drop a play, but they decided not to use the timeout and actually go with the game rhythm where Jamal Murray actually had a clean look. And actually, had a you know, the shot was looking like going in, but you know, ended up outside of the rim. Miami grabs the rebound, the series is tied 1 1. Uh, Jamie, what are your thoughts on Michael Malone not calling a timeout on that last second play?
1: Well, the first question that came into mind was, Hold on, who's coaching the I guess now this is Joe Mazzola, who, <laughs> but <laughs> I, was, I was definitely expecting a timeout, but I mean, it, it, it didn't happen. He probably trusted his stickies, his boys to. I'll get a good look but if you're down three and you have two timeouts left I mean the best thing to do is to you know um call a timeout and drop especially especially when um someone expecting the heat to maybe foul them so it becomes a free throw battle so even if you make two you're still down one but um I think I think he had a chance to um, call a timeout and and, then drop something but he blew it all
2: right Marcus um how how would you analyze, you know, situations like this? In in this situation, I mean the the team the the Denver Nuggets actually have good shooters like Michael Porter Jr., Cadillac and shoot. Jamal Murray, of course, is you know an incredible shooter. Jokic, you know, sometimes he you might not look at his shot as, you know, a great shooter, but it can go in when he is, you know, in, in, in the moment. But in this last second play, are you forcing your star player like Jamal Murray to shoot? we are trying to get someone off, you know, a screen and get Michael Porter Jr. or Cardo or Pope or Bruce Brown to shoot the ball and not Jamal Murray because he's going to be, you know, double team, triple team on that last second play.
0: I mean, like, they have consistent shooters. So, like, I I would have called a play for either Murray to come off a screen or another player, at least to get a good look, than to let him bring the ball down the court with, like, Pressure all messed up. There's no play. There's no organized organization on the floor. Just to rush up and just get a shot. So I I th- I don't know what I don't know what Mike Malone was thinking. Maybe he needs the timeout at home for some favors or something. But I was expecting him to call a timeout so that I mean get get them sagged up. Even when they miss, they can foul and get a quick. You you have another timeout to, mean to 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 make something happen. So I don't know, maybe he, but he trusted his players. No, he, he, Jamal Murray, like as I as I tweeted earlier, he left it all too late. He got hot late in the game, so maybe he trusted him to okay, just go for it because he's hot. He like he has the hot hand. So I mean, in my if I was in Mike Malone shoes, I would have called a timeout. But you know, he knows he knows what he's doing. So um, I, I don't I don't really want to put the blame on him that much. Was more Murray, Murray, Murray was on fire he was on mm. heat. Check. Mm.
2: All right, Jamie, um when you when you looked at the first half, that's the first and second quarter. Uh Denver looked like they knew what they were doing. They're still the same Denver niggas. I mean, they've not lost at home during this playoffs. I mean, it looks like they can erase your lead within a flash. You know, you just blink your eye and the lead is gone and they're back up by 10, 11, 15. And it happened in the first and second quarter, but starting the third quarter Duncan Robertson comes in the game. He's you know four for four, ten points, erasing the lead. And therefore, it's just you know giving up easy possessions, not you know doing much on the defensive end and the offensive end. It's not really having some good rhythm. Were you surprised, or you know you you have to give kudos to the Miami defense, which is it?
1: I think the defense did 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 well, uh, so especially going into the zone in, in that fourth quarter. If that's what you're talking about, because that's when the whole uh, fizzled out, um, you know. So with the zone when they put um, um, Jokic in the middle, the Miami Heat defense just made sure the the ball didn't get into Jokic's time because in the third quarter he went off for like eighteen points just off of just being in the middle and catching the ball and you know flicking it into into, into into the hoop. And so they made sure the ball didn't get to him. And then because they knew everybody was was because see Jamal Murray only really sharp what. 46% from the field. He was seven for fifteen. He was three uh of eight from three. Centurios Carlo Pope was one of three. one of three from three. So they weren't shooting very well. Michael Porter Jr. was one of one of six from three. That was that was just a bad shooting for the team. So they knew very well that um if they didn't get a ball to Jokic, the team would struggle to find buckets from elsewhere. So that's all that's just all they did. And then on the other end, the Miami he started hitting some good shots. Carlari and um um Bama the Bios two-man game with a pick and roll was working perfectly. And just like you mentioned, Duncan Robinson hit some very, very good shots. And went to Duncan Robinson, because he was out of the rotation for some time, especially um towards the end of the of the season. But then now he's doing a lot more than just shooting from three. He's you know cutting to the basket, he's getting some easy layups here and there. So just, just credit the Miami team for their resilience and then fighting back in the fourth quarter because Denver is a team that's that's known to be very good game uh, managers. Team, they they know how to close out games. So for Miami to go in then to Denver for a team that hasn't lost at home in the, in the postseason, um, going in there in in the, with a the whole artistic talk, going into Miami and then winning the game that's impressive. Sorry, going into Denver that's impressive.
2: Marcus, how important is Picking up one game against a team that has been very, very incredible, like the Denver Nuggets. Like how important is Miami winning this game? Going back to Miami with a series tied one-one, is it gonna, you know, give him the advantage? And you know, maybe, maybe if possible, protect home court and come back to Denver with a three-one lead, or you feel it could also be a split
0: in Miami. No, I see. I see. Um, I see coming back to Denver. 2-2. I see I see it coming back to I think they'll split the split also at Miami. But I think game five will be the pivotal game. So I think, yeah, um, Denver will go back. I don't see them getting another game. Maybe I don't see them shooting this bad in Miami. I think in the two games, it will all come down to uh, yeah, this series will just come down to coaching and, and what what would the role players do? So I, I see, I see it coming back to Miami. Um, sorry, Denver in Game Five, series tied two two.
2: Okay, uh, that's Jamie. What about you? Do you see it coming back tied two two?
1: I believe, I I believe it's going to come back to Denver two two. I mean that 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 should be. If it doesn't happen I now, mean, Denver is in a whole world of trouble. But I believe, I believe it's going to come back two two. Denver's uh, role players are going to step up. And the 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 Denver bench even. Did better than the starters tonight because the the bench. Bruce Brown was plus fourteen, uh, Jeff Green was plus twelve, Christian Brown was plus eight. All the starters were in, in negative. So, as I said, mostly because of that fourth quarter run from Miami. So, um I just hope that when they get back to Miami, they 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 the players, the the starting lineup, those in the center, will also start, start just. Um, step up and then provide some help for Jokic because he did all tonight and then that just wasn't enough.
2: One of the things we needed to talk about Jokic was he had 41 points, 11 rebounds, but he had just four assists. Now, looking at how Jokic is set up as a player in the in the Denver team, when it comes to distributing the ball, he's one of the key players that, you know, reads the offense for them. Now, this time around, he had just four assists, which is a very, very, you know, unusual stat line when it comes to the assist numbers for Nikola Jokic. So because of that, you can look at players like Michael Portagino having just five points, Bruce Brown with just 11, Um, Aaron Gordon with just 12. So they just took away, the Miami defense took away the distribution of the ball from Jokic and expecting him to score more so they can live with him scoring because he can't overscore as long as 60 or 50. So if you're taking the ball away from him and letting him just score and be the offensive end, Jamie, was that a great defensive plan and can they continue to use this going into Miami?
1: I mean, if 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 you're playing with Jokic, you don't have to you, you don't want to overreact to him. So he use double teams and then double coverages and standing help and all that. Those are the things that even you know raises antennas. So if you're going to let him shoot, let him shoot. So he took 28 shots in and, and made 16 of them, right? But then the rest, well, John Murray took 15 shots. Um, Michael Porter took eight Aaron Gordon took seven shots this is what you want from (laughs) the Denver Nuggets because if you allow your kids to be the distributor and keep spraying the ball around to everybody else it's going to be a problem but there's one other side of this whole thing that we we also have to look at that if you are spraying the ball to your your teammates and they're not scoring you realize you don't have it tonight you might be forced to do everything by yourself because if if you are Michael Poragini, you are two of eight from the field. And then, Kato Pope is one of four from the field. joan Mare is seven of 15. At some point, you decide, okay, it's not working for these guys, but I have it going, so I might so I just do it myself. So, you could look at it from um, different perspectives, but in the end, you could live with Jokic taking all the shots down him getting everybody else involved. That's how you get burnt. Okay. Um,
2: hmm. Looking at the Heat, Marcus, they have Bam the Byron double figures, Jimmy Butler, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, and Duncan Robinson surprisingly off the bench, seventeen minutes and ten points, which is crucial. Uh, and and you know you know trying to crawl back from you know a double digit deficit. Now, Kyle Lowry also plays some incredible minutes with some good shots coming in. Uh, off the bench, are we saying the Miami Heat bench? Playing better than the Denver Nuggets bench now.
0: Nah, I think um, it's just one of those games that the Denver bench like had today, like where they weren't getting enough. Like it was just an off day for them. And Miami, Miami, Miami's bench is what the is who we thought they are. They'll give you their normal points, and they've been hot from three in these playoffs, so it's expected for them to get hot. I think for for Denver that's what I said earlier I don't see the I don't see the bench having another game like this where um where Bruce Brown goes just he gives you just um Bruce Brown gives you What's um eleven points? point Bruh, Bruce Brown gives you eleven points um 11, Jeff yes. green gives Jeff Green gives you nine points Christian Brown gives okay Christian Brown has been has not been that 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 guy just playoffs but I I don't see them and look KCP giving you six points. Nah, I don't I don't see that I don't see them. At least I see Jamal Murray going off like maybe twenty eight or thirty points in the next game. I I don't see I don't see Denver Denver's bench giving these mediocre points. If if they have to give these mediocre points in the rest of the games, then my uh, my Miami, Miami takes it in five. But so yeah, Miami Miami's bench. It's, it's what it's all they can give. It's what they are giving you. Apart from one one person going off, that's what they'll give you. Nine, three, four, ten. <laughs> that's all. The most you get is fifteen points. Mm-hmm.
1: It's Miami best get out, please, so yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I think one player we need to talk about has to be Jimmy Butler. And how he's not been Jimmy Butler that we saw against the Celtics and also in the first round against uh Sorry, in the second round against New York, uh in in, in in the in the next series. Now in game one, he had his stashes was 13 points. 13 points, seven rebounds, and seven assists. And today he had 21 points and a couple of assists. Yeah, 21 points, nine assists, and four rebounds. That is an unusual start of game for Jimmy Butler because you're looking at Jimmy having a 26, 27 point game, you know, a couple of rebounds and or maybe probably thirty-point game. Um defensively, would you rate, you know, the 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 defense on Jimmy Butler as a success for Denver? Or you feel he's gonna come in and have one of these, you know, playoff usual Jimmy Butler games, Jamie.
1: Well Jimmy Butler is Jim Butler, right? You don't know what you're getting on any given night, but there's some nights he's going to give everything he's got. And tonight, he, he did everything in terms of playmaking with those nine assists. So And adding 21 points, why, and then at the same time playing some very very good defense on uh, Jamal Murray. And so he, he gave you what he was going to give you, and he had extra help from uh, Max Struz, who started off the game very hard from three, and then Kevin and who came in, did his thing. Kevin Law was okay. He didn't score much, but then you could see his fingerprints all over um, on the game. So I think it was just an all round effort from, from the Miami team. They they a phenomenal in this game. And then they managed to tie up the series to take it back to Miami.
2: Okay. Now, would you say because of his defensive assignments on Jamal Murray, it's limiting him offensively? Or you would just say that is just one of those games with Jimmy Butler? Well, it
1: could because sometimes he does both. Sometimes he, 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 he would defend your best player and then also score at the same time. But I mean each game is it's it's, it's it's each game is different. And tonight this is what he was able to produce. Let's see how things go when they switch back to Miami, when they are in the comforts of their home, in front of their home crowd. Let's see um how how he produces. But it was it was it was an okay night for Jim Butler. Two or five from three. That's that's not even Jimmy Butler because he he really makes two threes in the game. So I mean he, he did his thing.
2: It's a two-day rest to heading into game three. Um, Monday and Tuesday, they rest, and then we get a game three on Wednesday. Uh, Marcus, going into game three, what are you what are you expecting to see from, let's say, boxing, but let me let me give you the Miami Heat assignment. What are you expecting to see from Miami going into game three?
0: Uh, I expect a masterclass, a coaching masterclass from Coach Poole, as he did today, starting Kevin Love. I I see I see Miami, Miami winning game three, in a low scoring game, <laughs> because that's who they are. Hardly do they, hardly do they win games in a high scoring game. They 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 depend on their defense. So I I see Miami winning in a low scoring game.
2: Mm, okay, Jamie. Going back to Miami, what are you expecting from Denver? What are you expecting, uh, Coach Mike Malone to you know? I because always the word is adjustments, right? We keep hearing it. And he never stops. That's, if it's Celtics, it's drop coverage.
1: <laughs> might as so well put put Ham on a plane straight down to Miami. He probably <laughs> might be there already having fun. A, a petition
0: even... petition to get Davy Ham sacked.
1: No, but I think I think I think I think the, the Nuggets just have to hit their shots. They just have to hit some more shots. That's it. But then the zone, the zone is a problem for so many teams, and Miami have found that you know. You know, gem, and then they keep it in their back pocket, and then you just put it out every now and then when things get tough for them. So, um, I, I'm just looking at how the, the Denver Nuggets are going to handle the zone when, when it gets back to Miami, but they need to hit some shots. It's it's not going to be only Jokic. That's not how you win a series.
2: Mm. And I think it's almost to say that uh, Miami is playing small ball because the tallest guy on their team, or the biggest guy probably on the team, is Cody Zeller because Baman De Bayo is not. Your 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 preferred big, but you know he's 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 doing some incredible job on on Jokic on the defensive end. But I mean, Jokic is Jokic, right? You can only yes. contain him; you can never you know try and stop him. But I want I want us to end on this note. Can we make an argument that Jokic might be the best big we've ever seen in the game? Uh,
1: that'll be a stretch, but he's he's definitely up there. Because we talk about the bigs no, top five, top so many of them. Oh, yeah, definitely top ten, definitely top ten, I think not top five because mm. we can look at that because we have to look through it the big stubborn gold dont
0: I don't put him, I don't put him I don't put him in top five but top ten yeah top yet. five
1: yeah top top five wow, wow Just top,
0: 10, top, 10. top ten top ten is is certified it's, is, is, is he's in, he's in there, but top five, bro, Dallas goes way back.
1: Yes, I mean he's a yes. two-time MVP, not, but in, yeah. our, in, our, in our generation, in our generation, yes, bro. No, in
0: in me. in in our generation, yeah, fine. You you can put him in, in the top five, but as should say all time, nah, bro. So so
2: all right, <laughs> that, let's. That would a
1: stretch. His career is not even over, so.
2: I mean that's what I'm saying, but let's 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 just put it this way. So, Jimmy, let me get your top five picks of all time. Top five
1: five weeks of what? time. these things, I, I I I get easily biased, right? Because I'm from a very storied franchise. I mean,
2: you get it. That's okay. But okay.
1: then, it, but it, but if you're looking at it, it's like just on top of your head, there's Kareem, there's Bill Russell, there's there's Shaq, there's Tim Duncan, and then so uh and then that's fine. Like, you're going to put your yeah, you're going to put your kids as why? There's like. There's been so 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 many big stuff. coming. There's Dave But that's Robinson. the thing,
2: right? There's so many there's names, but A- you can't come up with one there's A- A- like A- A-
1: There's Hakim. A- there's Dikembe. There's like so so so. I mean, Dikembe is nowhere near
2: York's level of play.
1: No, I'm not I'm listen, I'm just I'm just naming the list, right? Like the possible list, right? Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is this is like you have this array of big soft come and gone, right? So you are going to rank them. So who are you going to pick? Jokic over, right? So there's Kareem, there's there's Shaq, there's Tim Duncan. Tim, Tim Duncan was a powerful, but like he was, he was also a big, right? It's mm-hmm. like David Robinson. What Jokic what would have over most of them, right? Would be um his uh, yeah, versatility. Yes. Yeah. His versatility. Because most of the like old school bigs were just, you know, these like back to the basket back to the basket, yeah. would, would punish you in the post and then you know, block shots and everything. But Jokic is like a point center. He's playing everything from one through five. You get it. And then he's defending also. His defense is not like you know, the big lockdown guy, but he's holding his own. So depending on how you want to look at it, because if you look at it from that perspective of Jokic, you're going to see yeah, Jokic is better than them. But then if you look at the whole thing from the other uh, uh, players from the olden days when basketball used to be played, the bigs used to be that you know, post up back to the basket guys and then skyhook and all those. they are going to also pick those guys. So, how are you looking at That's why when people make arguments based on errors, it's difficult to really pick because you're looking at two completely different areas of basketball exactly. where games were played in very different ways. So, you take, sometimes you these arguments you, don't really you take good work.
0: You take the three Laker bigs, you take the Russell. Then you can put in Tim Duncan or maybe um uh, uh, Hakeem, <laughs> bro. It's it's a log list. The mix is a log list. So his career is not over, as Jamie said. So let's see.
2: Okay. let's you so uh, let's, let's hate. We, we, we will come, We will definitely come back to this argument one of these days. But yeah, let's focus yeah, just... on
1: game three. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> let's focus on game three. So game three is on Wednesday, guys. Uh, we just witnessed game two. Series so is tied one one. Going back to Miami, uh, Miami takes game two. Denver, Denver's first loss in the playoffs at home. That's a huge blowout. That's a huge loss. Uh, that's, that's a huge blow. So, you see how Game 3 goes. We'll be back with another episode of Women and Me podcast with Game 3. Watch out for that game. And then, of course, I did this with my brothers, Jamie, all the way in New York, and then Marcus in Ghana, and myself in Ghana as well. <laughs> guys, I'll see yeah, you guys anyway. after Game 3. Uh, we can now hop on Twitter and our spaces and, you know, have fun and review the game as well on there. Hmm. <laughs>